Good day, Lighthouse family. What an honor again just to stand up and be of service to you, to deliver the Word of God to you. Truly, this is a special Sunday that we are celebrating. Last week, we celebrated the Mission Sunday, and uh, Pastor Rio and the rest of the missions uh, department did a great job in just encouraging us in the life of the missionary and to become a missionary ourselves in our own field. Can we give a round of applause to the Lord as we thank God for the beautiful Sunday last week? And today is our Discipleship Sunday. We want to honor those who are laboring on the uh, backside of ministry. You know, they, every week we see this beautiful service that the church is offering to you to minister to you. But one thing that you don't see is the value of those people who are discipling people uh, every day or every week. And they're doing it even though there was a COVID and there was lockdown. But the discipleship uh, groups continue to just encourage one another. In fact, uh, it's surprising that even though we have COVID, more than 50 active discipleship groups are continuously uh, growing and making disciples for the glory of God. In fact, some of those are in this picture, you know, because of the lockdown and the protocols, instead of meeting face-to-face, -face, they decided to just meet up through Zoom or through Messenger. And that's a beautiful way of just improving in the things that we're doing. Nothing can stop discipleship. For some, they have, uh, they're able to meet together in face-to-face -face manner, and that's also beautiful. Of course, they are uh, doing some health protocols so that they will make uh, sure that everybody is safe while they're doing that. And, uh, you know, if you will uh, really dig in and uh, investigate of the goodness of God, some will think that because of COVID, no new discipleship group was formed, but that's not true. In fact, uh, this is one of the testimonies that we have. Uh, Sister Amy Onrubia, you know, uh, started a discipleship group. If you remember those drivers that we ministered to, we gave some ayudas to them. Yung mga wives po, you know, was so blessed by the Word of God that they wanted more. That's why uh, many months ago, they started their discipleship group and now they continue to, to grow. So, Totoo po, talaga na napakagaling ng pagkilos ng Panginoon sa buhay ng ating mga disciples. No? Kaya po, pwede ba natin palakpakan si Lord sa kanyang kabutihan? Kudos po sa mga disciples natin. At ito po yung isa pa sa mga discipleship groups natin. The ladies continue to meet uh, every Thursday and disciple one another and encourage one another. For other ladies po, they have like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Talagang sobrang sipag in encouraging one another. But before I do my preaching, I want to give you an opportunity to listen to a person who was so touched and blessed by the discipleship group and how her life was impacted by this. So I want you to give your, your ears to the testimony of Sister Benilda Flores. Good morning, everyone. I joined Lighthouse upon the continuous prodding of my youngest son, who was already a churchgoer much earlier. My son was then studying in Canada, and at that time, was already an active worshipper, belonging to the music ministry of the World International Ministry, a Christian community whose members, I would like to believe, are Lighthouse families in Ontario. Witnessing the transformation of my son and his courage as he pursued his studies amidst isolation because he was staying there all alone by himself, I felt encouraged. During one of my visits, my youngest son would bring me to the church in Toronto and I was amazed as I witnessed the camaraderie, closeness, and support they had for each other. After that, I was already scheduled to go back to the Philippines. One Sunday morning, the group even prayed for me. They prayed for my safety and deliverance from the loneliness I felt 
about leaving my son behind. They also made sure that my worship continues as I go back here, that I would be endorsed to an elder in church who would oversee my spiritual growth and my Christian orientation pursued. Seeing how the church takes care of its members, it gave me an assurance that my son is in good hands. Several days after I came back, Trudy, I got a call from Jenny Reyes and invited me to attend the church service on Sundays. Thus, on December 2, 2018, I first set foot in Lighthouse Alabang, had my first altar call experience with Sis Jen and Tito Emil praying for me. It was very intense. And uh, I remember during that time, I had uh, coldness, I experienced coldness, numbness in my entire body. And I soon believed that was the Holy Spirit that enveloped my entire body during that time. After that, since Jen and Tito Emil would regularly pass by the condo to check on me and pray for me, I would like to say that uh, the couple had a very strong influence on my devotion in the church in my quest for spiritual maturity. In Lighthouse, I was introduced to a discipleship group that would convene every Thursday. Within, we would do some worship, conduct Bible studies, and sharing. This group is being led by the equally powerful, dedicated, knowledgeable, and anointed uh, Annalie Morales, who became my mentor a trusted friend and a sister that I never had. This discipleship group became my lifeline, a breather, event that would suck out the stress and give me balance to the very complicated and polluted life outside of the church. So every Thursday after the Bible study, I would be recharged, rejuvenated, and restored to face another challenging week. And had not been for this group, I would have gone astray. This discipleship group strengthened my core values, helped me in my character development, and gained friends whom I can share laughter in between coffee breaks. They are also my travel companions to ease the weariness and boredom of life in the city. But most of all, they are family. They are my prayer warriors. They are my partners through all these worries and concerns. This pandemic has brought me to such a depressing state as business slowdown coupled with financial setbacks. It is by the grace of God that He put me in this discipleship group to lift me, encourage me, and pray for me. During this time, my friend and mentor, Sis Anne, would tirelessly be praying for me, motivating me, and reminding me not to give up. Truly, no amount of earthly possessions can replace the contentment and inner peace you find when you trust yourself in the Lord. Fear was replaced by hope and anxieties with optimism. This gratifying and learning experience is what I feel all because I was and am being discipled. The pandemic did not stop us from pursuing a higher purpose. We continue to be in touch despite of the physical absence. Through the regular Zoom-up meetings held every Thursday from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And though we only see each other on screen, the experience and involvement is still the same. We would invite motivational speakers to talk about topics on spiritual upliftment. I would also like to thank Sis Rose Baldo. She is an epitome of serenity and kindness, who shares meaningful passages so useful in my daily struggle and encounter with human frailties. She has been contributory in my discipleship mission. She introduced me to this group, which is very close to my heart, the single ladies. My mission in this life has just begun. 
and my turn to make move to disciple others is a work in progress as I draw inspiration from my disciples. My friends in church choose to disciple and be discipled in return. For this is a life-changing experience. As written in the second book of Timothy, chapter 2, verse 2, And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, and trust to faithful men who also will be able to teach others. Maraming salamat po sa inyong lahat. Ako po si Benny Flores ng Thursday Group na naghihikayat sa inyo na baguhin natin ang ating panuntunan sa buhay. Sumama po tayo sa isang discipleship group at pagtibayin po natin ang pagmamahal at salita ng Diyos. Pagpalain po kayo ng poong may kapal. Magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. What a beautiful testimony. Sister Benilda, truly, thank you for inspiring everyone to take this uh, step of faith and be in the discipleship. And just like what you have said, you know, you're also growing in this call of making disciples. And I know that is, that is important for the growth of everyone, to those who are desiring to grow in the Lord. Discipleship is the key. It enhances, it, it allows you to grow faster because somebody is leading you and helping you. Uh, later po, at the end of our preaching, I will give you opportunity, just like what uh, Sister Benilda said, you know, how do you step in? How do you uh, move forward? I want to be disciple. I want to make disciples. Later, at the end of the service, I will give you opportunity how you can connect and start this process. So truly, in the life of the church, in the life of the believers, discipleship took part, you know, in the development of many believers. And today we will uh, talk about that in the eyes of the book of Joshua, in the lenses of the book of Joshua. And, you know, our pastors have been talking about different books and how God is presented in that book. And today I'll be talking about the God of the land. And our reading, our preaching will be coming from this book, the book of Joshua. And without discipleship, I would tell you, there's no book of Joshua. Because Moses did his part in the lives of Joshua. That's, that's why now we are encouraged, we learn from this book, and the Lord has used his life so that he will be able to communicate to us the beautiful messages of the Lord. And I myself, you know, I would say and I would agree in the book of Joshua that God is the God of the land. Wherever He puts you, He will flourish you. Kahit sang kamang ilagay ng Panginoon, pagpapalain niya kung doon ka nilagay sa lugar na yan. Uh, talking about my, my experience, you know, I was, I was really uh, looking, you know, and reflecting about this, my friends. Mga kapatid, no, when I was studying about this text, I, I, I just remember how the Lord uh, allowed me to grow in the land where He puts me 19 years ago. And I will honor the man who taught me how to step in and step forward. This is Pastor Raymond. He is my Moses. He was the one who took the time so that I will know about God, that I will build up my faith. And then, you know, allowed me to learn how to step in in the plan of God and step forward. And I thank God for this man. And a uh, few, few months ago, I just had a communication with him and just telling him how he impacted my life. But, you know, I, I learned that when you step in and step forward, God will be with you and the Lord will prosper you wherever you go. I remember 19 years ago, I and my wife, were sent to Urdaneta. You know, if you look at the screen, you know, neneng na neneng po po si Sister Jane. <laughs> I was 23, she was 21 when we were sent there. But we were believing that God will use us in the place called Urdaneta. Never heard of it. First time went there. But uh, God just put in my heart and the burden for that place. And we started the ministry with this few beautiful people. You know, they are uh, from different strata of society, but the Lord just 
used them and allowed us to be part of their spiritual growth. And, uh, you know, for many years, the Lord just prospered the church there. And you know the story about Urdaneta. But one thing I realized is that not only the ministry prospered, but as I stepped in and allowed my, my wife and my family to step in in the, the mission of God, He also prospered us. In the land of Urdaneta, the Lord gave us our two beautiful children. Kaya po masasabi kong GI talaga sila. Genuine Ilocano. Talaga pong Ilocano yan. Pag pinagaan niyo po yung mga dugo ng mga yan, eh, talagang Ilocano po sila. No? But dun niya ibinigay ng Panginoon sa amin sa lugar na yon. We are able to build our family. But not only that, God give, gave us extended family. My, my wife had a beautiful work in Globe Telecom for 14 years. That's the first work that she had and that was the last one because she gave it up as we move here. But the Lord has given favor in her life. In fact, she was based on mall, in mall, but her day offs were Sunday and Monday. Sino po mag-aakala na pwede po yun? Kaya po ako naniniwala, when God places you, kung san man yan, the Lord will prosper you. In fact, the Lord has given us a beautiful house. Pag nasa top view ko po ng aming bahay, yan po yung garden na makikita nyo po. And uh, alam ko sa mga plantita, plantito, talagang parang captivated kagad yung mga mata nyo. No? Alam nyo, pag nasa ordaneta ka, yung garden na yan, you know how much it costs? 15000 only. Ah, hindi po kasama yung bata ha. Anak ko po yun, okay? So, but uh, you know, it's interesting now how God can flourish you in different aspects of your life if you set your feet on the right places. And after po 16 years, we sense that the Lord is moving us back here in this land called Las Piñas and we know God will bless us. But as I look back for the last two years, I saw how our church in Ordaneta prospered in the leadership of Pastor Ray and Pastor Raydan. And this is already the uh, worship service they're having at the moment, you know po. And not only that, you know, the church there continues to grow. This is a church in uh, Metura, one of the barangays there. And this one is the church in Rosales. And recently, uh, they were able to purchase a church in Santa Maria. And this is a construction uh, building that they are continually uh, uh, constructing at the moment. So, thank God for that. And one thing I realize is this. Wherever God places you, He will prosper you. He's the God of the land. Kahit saan po tayo dali ng Panginoon, pag doon ka pinagdala o doon ka dinala ng Diyos, doon ka pagpapalain. Because He is the God of the land. But my challenge for everybody is that don't just step in. Step forward. So it's important for us to understand this beautiful uh, example. Because if you will know in the Bible, you have to understand the journey to the promised land. And there are several principles that you must uh, take notice of this. Abraham caught the promise from the Lord, the plans of God. And I realized that, you know, he stepped in and stepped forward. But after his lifetime, the next generation kind of stuck up. They stuck up in Egypt, maybe because it was comfortable there. That's why God has to send another uh, Bible leader, which is Moses. You know, God has to... Uh, arranged that Moses will be in the Pharaoh's house and then grew him in a stature that he's able to lead the people of Israel. And then he stepped in and stepped forward. But the generation that he was leading was so stubborn in their ways, in their attitude, that they also stuck up in the wilderness. But the good thing is that Moses did a good intervention, you know, because of Deuteronomy, the second reading. So he, re- he, he retaught 
the Israelites and the new generation about the plans of God, about the laws of God. That's why Deuteronomy is very important. It's the second reading. They were equipped once more. That's why they were able to uh, get out of that uh, being stuck up. That's why Joshua was able to experience the completion of the promise. And we will focus on that. And what are the messages, you know, as, as he had completed and, you know, of course, in his season, because we know God's plan is a continuation. It's continuous. Every generation, you know, God has a plan that they will accomplish, but his plan is so grand. Can you tell that? God's plan is so grand that it, is, it takes def- different generations, different people, to accomplish this promise of the Lord. And today we will focus on the beautiful lessons so that we will be more equipped as we take also our share in fulfilling God's plan for our generation and the next generation. It is important for us to understand the important messages of the book of Joshua. So if you have your Bible with you or electronic Bible, why don't you uh, take some time to look with me in these verses. And I want you to read it aloud as well, wherever you are seated. I want you to resonate these words in your heart as you uh, take this as a command from the Lord. Joshua chapter 1, one verse 1 up to 8. Let us read. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, you and all these people into the land that I am giving you to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses." From the wilderness and to the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea, towards the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. For you shall cause these people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the laws that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. On it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to what what is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Amen. Let us pray as we ask for God's grace. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. It will be empowering for us. It will be an encouragement to us. So, Lord, today, in the name of Jesus, allow the Holy Spirit to flow in a mighty way. We receive your word, Lord God, with an open heart, open mind. And we know, Father, that we'll be able, through these words, we'll be able to step in and step forward to the plans that you have for our lives. Would you bless us, O God? Holy Spirit, be our teacher today and change us, transform us for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pwede po bang isang palakpakan sa inyong tahanan para po naman sa kapagpapala ng Panginoon sa ating mga buhay. So as we go through this, what are the four important messages in the book of Joshua? We have to understand, you know, as you look at the bigger picture of the book of Joshua, it's because the stories there, the narratives are so beautiful, you know. I hope you'll take time just to read it. But you don't rush on it. Just allow the words, every story to speak to you. But because of the limitation of time, let me give you the important 
summary or important messages that you can uh, take from this and allow your life to be blessed by it and move forward so that you too will be able to step on the promise of the Lord in your life and conquer whatever the Lord wants you to do. So four messages as we look at the book of Joshua. First, don't miss the message of commission. We will look the text in the light of the book of Joshua. At the same time, we will look it in the light of Jesus' words to his disciples. Because you can see it's so much parallel. God's plan for his people does not change, you know, over the years. No. He had the same plan. That's why I'm telling you his plan is continuous. Tell to your seatmate, to your family member, to your mama, to your son, to your daughter. God's plan is continuous. That's it. Totoo po. Kaya po kailangan makita natin yun. And this is a beautiful overview because, you know, as we look at the Old Testament, we must also look at the New Testament and what God is saying in our lives so that it will make sense in our own development as a believer of the Lord. In the book of Joshua, we can really see the commissioning, you know, from Moses. And Joshua 1, 1, 2 uh, says there, it says here that, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, into the land that I'm giving you to them, to the people of Israel. So Joshua, you can sense here, that is being commissioned by God. You know, after the generation of Moses, which is very uh, good generation as well, they have accomplished a, a lot, you know, in the movement, in the kingdom of God. But now it's the time of Joshua to take the commission, you know, the, that they would also move forward to the promises of the Lord. That's why he was commanded to be courageous. That should be the attitude. Because God is continually moving throughout the earth. He's accomplishing his plan for the whole earth. And it's important for all of us, my friend, to understand that. Other generations, they have done their part. Now, it is our part. And if you will look at Jesus' words to his disciples, nothing is new. He just gave depth to the calling, to the commission. He says, all authority had been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations. You see, God is not only looking at the promised land, he's looking at the nation. So we have to have a bigger perspective of God's plan. When God calls us to one place, always remember God sees bigger than what you see. That's why you have to have courage. You have to do this. You know, Jesus told his disciples, if you will take notice on that, I have the authority. I have given, you know, this authority to you. Go and make disciples. You see, if you look at Joshua and the promises of God, kapatid, You'll be excited, you know, yung mga promises ng Panginoon. Bakit kaya mong gawin yung plano ng Lord sa, sa iyo? Bakit kaya mong isagawa at sa katuparan yung pangako at yung naisin ng Diyos sa iyo? Why? Look at the promises. Can you read this with me? Every place that your soul, the soul of your feet will tread upon, I have given to you. Ang ganda. Say amen to that. Diba na, Kung saan daw tumapak ang ating mga paa, pagpapalain ng Diyos. Take that promise. Wherever you go, may it be in Ordaneta, may it be in Las Piñas, may it be in Makati, BGC, wherever you go, if God has set your foot there, there must be a reason. And God will allow you to take authority over that place. Another promise, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God is telling us, just do what I command you to do. If you want a disciple, I will not leave you nor forsake you. You shall cause these people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Through you, God's promise is that people will inherit gifts from the Lord. You must take that promise, for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have a good success. 
Can you tell somebody today, wherever you're seated or probably chatted uh, on our chat box, tell them, tell to somebody, your ways will become prosperous and successful. You will become successful. That's the beauty of God's promises. That's why you must stand up. You must take the message of commission and live it out because God will be with you. And before I continue, I want you to just listen to this testimony. A beautiful testimony of our brothers and sister, Deneb and Hannah, who was also impacted by the discipleship group that they have. And let's hear how the Lord touched their life and how they are also answering this commission of the Lord. Let's watch it. Good morning, Lighthouse. I am Deneb, and this is my wife, Hannah. We praise God for the opportunity to share with you how being part of a discipleship group blessed us and helped us grow even during this time of pandemic. Just a bit of a background, we first got married in 2014 and back then we started to pray for a support group and this prayer has been answered when Pastor Jojo invited us over to be part of the FBM group or the Family Builders Ministry for the 8.30 a.m. service. From the FBM, we later became part of an MFL or the Married for Life group. And from this group came our current DG or discipleship group. From the MFL, we our group really became close with each other that we decided to stick together after finishing our MFL program. So up until now, we've been meeting, we've been praying together, and We've been uh, rejoicing for answered prayers coming from the Lord. What we learned is that praying together really works. And our group continued to pray and meet each other even during the height of the pandemic. During the lockdown, we were still meeting each other via Zoom, virtually, and we've We've seen how the Lord uh, worked in our lives even during the time of pandemic. Then there's also accountability in our group. During one of our meetings, we were reminded of the Great Commission. Um, you know what? Our the close the ones closest to us, our family members, can be our mission field during this time of pandemic. Lastly, one of the things that we have learned in our DG is that it doesn't end in us. We are to minister to other people. We are to teach them what we have learned. We are to be a blessing and an encouragement for others as well. Let me read to you Hebrews 10, 24-25, which says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Thank you and may God bless us all. Thank you, Deneb and Hannah. Truly, you know, your humble way of just taking part, of helping people, reaching out to your family is already a courageous and bold response to God's commission in our lives. That's why I remember it was told to Joshua, be courageous, be careful, and make sure be centered in God's continuing plan. Because sometimes we miss the point. When we become so comfortable in our lives, we forget that God's plan is a continuous plan. So it's important for us to listen to the message of the commission. And the second message is the message of consecration. That's why when we do the commission, you have to also understand the message of consecration. You are set apart. You see, you look at uh, verse 5 of chapter 3. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. There's a, for us to be able to really become effective in the plans of the Lord and in the things that God is asking us to do, 
it's important for us to consecrate ourselves, to set ourselves apart, that we do things in a different way. That's why the crossing of the Jordan is very important. We have to do that. We also have our own way of crossing the River Jordan or the Jordan River because that's the old way. You cannot leave God's plan living in the old way. You have to cross over. You have to consecrate. You make yourself different for the glory of God. That's why in the uh, Matthew 28, 18 to 20, it was said there, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So every believer must go through this process of allowing ourselves to be cleansed and allowing our lives to be changed by the Spirit of the Lord. And that's an important promise that we can receive from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one cleansing us every day. And I thank, I thank God for that. And He, he reveals and allows my life, our lives, to be changed by the fruit of His working. That's why I'm excited every day because I know that the love, kindness, gentleness, self-control, goodness, faithfulness can develop in my life every day because that's the moving of the Holy Spirit in my life. You have to go through that process. And in discipleship, that's important. When you're making yourself accountable to others, you allow this refreshing uh, experience in your life. When you learn to confess to one another in the Lord, you begin to leave your old patterns and you start moving in the right way. That's important message here, my friends. We have to have a daily process of leaving what is wrong and moving forward to what is beautiful. Let's consecrate ourselves because that's the message of Joshua. We must change a way we think. You know, you see, sometimes if we are not careful, we will always be swayed by the worldview. When we keep on listening to the news or, you know, to the messages of the world, my friend, you will be depressed. You will be discouraged. You will be, you know, there's so much... Uh, pain that you will just, you know, just listening from the messages of the world, talaga madidepress ka po. And some of you, you have felt that for the past months already. But you must have a different take. Not world view, but word view. Ah, kailangan tinitingnan natin ang mga bagay-bagay. Sa mata ng world, ng word, I mean. Kailangan po tinitingnan natin ano bang sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Kaya po, yung ginagawa nating word of the day, mahalaga po yun. At yung ating pag-aaral ng, ng mga preaching after yung PDF natin sa ating discipleship group, maganda. Why? Kasi we look at the lens of the word and tinitingnan natin how we can really uh, live our lives according to the plans and the purposes of God. So don't miss that message from the book of Joshua. And third, the message of conversion. Don't miss this message because if you look, you know, of course, they are conquering lands. They're starting to have lands for different tribes. But God is into something more important. In chapter 6, verse 2, Then the Lord said to Joshua, See that I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its kings, and it's fighting men. The message of the land is the message of conversion. God is not interested about the land. God is interested about the people of the land. And their task is to influence these people. And we have seen one beautiful story of Jericho and Rahab. Rahab is a God-fearing uh, person who asked to be delivered that he, she believes God, that, you know, her faith kind of directs her towards God. And that's why it is important for us that 
God wants to convert people and she was saved. And the whole household that she had, she was saved. Why? Because that's the design of the Lord. He wants to convert people. He wants to make sure that they are saved by His grace. So don't miss that. Wherever God plays you, He sees somebody to be saved. Be sensitive towards that. And we know in the Matthew Commission that it was told that teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. Because God wants to influence them. If their lives are turned towards His Word and being influenced by His Word, their life will be changed for better. So don't miss that. And we know it's like Jericho when you teach other people. In fact, all of us have that uh, kind of view when we are sharing to other people. We put Jericho wall and we're telling it cannot be done. That person will not listen even to one verse. But my friend, that Jericho fell when they prayed for consistent time. And I believe God is telling us something here. You know, it seems like a Jericho wall when we reach out and teach people. But I tell you, they have the Rahab's heart. People behind that wall is somebody who's really looking for God. And if you will just cross over that wall, if you will just break that wall, my friend, I tell you, I tell you, God will save them. You see, it's a spiritual battle that even us Christians, we don't believe that people will be changed. But I tell you today, in the name of Christ, God can change mind. God can change heart. If we will just teach them to obey. And I tell you, when you do your part of influencing people, their life will be changed. I want you to listen to our sister, Ronaline, and allow you to uh, be blessed by the story of how the Lord moved in her life. Let's watch this and listen to the testimony of our sister. Hi, I'm Ronaline Recto. Um, during pandemic, halo-halo yung nararamdaman ko. So, first is yung sa trabaho, syempre na-stop siya. So, hindi ko alam kung saan nakukuha ng pang support sa bahay. Pangalawa is, nag-positive ako sa physical checkup ko na hyperthyroidism. So, hindi ko alam kung anong gagawin ko. Kaya pag-uwi ko sa bahay, kinento ko kagad sa bahay, kinamama at papa. Siyempre, na-shock din sila kasi ang alam lang nila is nag-church lang ako. Hindi nila alam na nagpa-check up ako. Kala nila prank lang. So, kinabukasan, nagpa-laboratory test ka agad ako. And thank God kasi, negative siya. Small cyst lang yung nakita, water lang daw yun. So, um, kaya pa daw siya matunaw lang ng gamot. Ang suggest na lang sa akin ng doktor is, uh, magpa-general check up lang ako para ma-confirm kung ano ba yung saan nanggagaling yung sobrang pagpayat ko tsaka pagtaas baba ng timbang ko. Siyempre nung nalaman ko yun, hindi, um, dami nang pukasak sa isip ko. Dami nang tanong. Hindi ko muna sinabi sa magulang ko sa ayokong makadagdag sa isipin nila. Dami na nilang iniisip. Sinarili ko na lang muna. So, sa tagal nun, um, puti na lang nagkaroon kami ng DJ ulit. Ng, sa DJ namin, doon ko lahat kinento, kinaate sa group. Doon ko nailabas lahat sa kanila. That time, daming realizations, daming, ang daming kong, ang daming kong natutunan. Daming nilang binigay sa akin na words of wisdom, encouragement, tsaka prayers na binigay. That time, na, na, remind din ako ng word na, Matthew 19 verse 16, With man is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So, yung word na yun, yung pinakatumatak sa akin, ng gabing yun, nang nag-dig kami. Kasi, yung prayer ko, continue lang yung prayer ko, na sana sa susunod na check-up ko is, normal lahat, maging, oh, maayos ang lahat, makabalik na kagad ako sa trabaho, maging normal na lahat sa akin, sa pamilya ko, ayun siya. And then, for now, ngayon, ngayong araw na to is, answered prayer lahat. May work na ako, and okay naman ako physically, emotionally, and then, spiritually. And, Sobrang kapasalamat ako nun kay Lord. 
kasi ginamit na yung leader ko, yung DJ group ko para ma-remind ako, ma-realize ma ko lahat na hindi niya ako pababayaan. Ngayon yung verse ko ngayon sa life uh, during pandemic, yung pinangahawakong converse ngayon, si Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Roland Lee, for encouraging us that nothing is impossible with God. Totoo talaga. And thank you for your discipleship leader, Kay, and the whole group for inspiring Ronald Lee to believe in God. Your life, your words, your stories, and your teaching every week allowed faith to rise in her heart. That's why when she faced trials like sickness, she was able to believe in God. In fact, by the thoughts and by the faith and by the favor of God, now she has worked. Now she has, you know, turned everything for good because he loves, she loves the Lord. Napakaganda po. Yan ang mensahe ng Panginoon. When you allow others to be influenced by your life, by the way you live, my friend, they too will, inspire, will be inspired and grow their faith for the glory of our God. And the last, the message of completion. Don't miss this. Because we have seen in the book of Joshua how God, when He had promised it to Abraham, promised it to Moses, and now Joshua is experiencing the fulfillment of this. It says here, And now I'm about to go the way of the earth. And you know in your hearts and soul, all of you, that none one of word has failed of all the good things that the Lord God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. What a beautiful reflection from Joshua. Because he understood that God's word is reliable. God's word will happen in our lives. That's why when he said, God has a plan for you, take that seriously. Because indeed he has. Whatever God speaks to your life, he will, he will make sure it will happen to you. Of course, in this generation, they have limited point of view. They just saw the promised land being distributed to the different tribes. That's the only concern that they have. But God has a greater plan, continuous plan. His plan of the promised land is not earthly plan. It's a heavenly plan. And I hope, my dear brothers and sisters, as we enjoy all the successes in life that God has given us, don't miss the point. God has a promised land waiting for those who believe that it's not of this earth, but something more beautiful than what we can see here. And as a believer and as a mature believer of the Lord, don't miss that, my dear friend. Because sometimes we are so overwhelmed by the good successes that we have here, that we have good family, we have good friends, we have good work, we have good money. Those are beautiful. And I hope everybody will experience that. But don't miss the beautiful plan of the Lord, which is heavenly. It's more than what we can see or imagine. No eyes have seen, no ears have heard what God has prepared for those who love Him. And I, I hope that your eyes will go towards that and that you will, you know, allow your life to also be influenced by that. That's why Jesus said, the completion of the plan will be longer. But He said, I will be with you until the end of the age. You see, God is not yet finished. He's not yet finished with his plan. Joshua saw a portion of the plan. But we must also look at it in a different perspective. There is a greater plan. God is accomplishing. And I hope you will not be stuck by what you see, but be excited of what God can do in your life. I don't, I don't mind whatever age you have. Age is not relevant. 
in the ways or plans of God because He has called many people. And some of you, you're ready in your senior years, but yet you can ex still experience the plans of God in your life and we can see it in you. Walang pumipigil po sa atin. Kailangan lang natin lawakan ang ating pananaw patungkol po sa plano ng Diyos. That's why we have seen, you know, at the end of the book of Joshua, this was the famous verse that we always recite. You know, and it's a beautiful verse. Let us read this. Sabi niya, And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your father serve in the regions by the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What a beautiful verse. But I would say, don't be stuck in it. Because sometimes this verse can be entrapping for us. Why? Okay na yung household ko. Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But again, God's plan is continuous. You have to look in the New Testament and God said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. God is blessing your family. God is blessing your life. But there are neighbors who need His love, His salvation. So don't be stuck. You have to learn to step in and step forward. You already step in into Christianity. You have to learn to step forward. Don't stay there. Don't be stuck in the comfort zone that I'm well, I'm good, I'm safe, I'm healthy. Those are beautiful things, right? We want that. I want that in my life. But don't be stuck. Step into it, but step forward because God has a greater plan for you. For you to impact others, for other people like the neighbors that you have. To really know God and just like what the Bible tells, right? They will, God will cause you to help them inherit the blessings from the Lord. So don't miss that. Step in, but step forward. Tell somebody today, step in, but step forward. Make sure that you take into your heart that God's plan is continuous. Hindi pa tapos ang Panginoon sa ating mga buhay. Kaya kung anuman ang ating kinalalagyan, hindi pa tapos si Lord. Sikuhin nyo nga po ang inyong katabi para naman po magising ng konti. Diba? At habang nagtitip lang pa siya ng kape, yan, pakisabi sa kanya, don't be stuck. Step in and step forward. So as I conclude, let me just remind you, no? as I study this, there are practical reminders that I see. I will call this the principle of the land. You know, as the Lord gives you your place, your purpose, your people, I believe God is the one designing that. In our lives, now we are excited. We are in Las Piñas. You know, for the next five years, I'm just excited what the Lord will do in our lives. But I believe He designed my place. He designed my purpose why we are here. And He designed the people that we will interact with. And the same way with you. I believe that. Why are you in your company? Why are you in your school? Why are you in your village? Why you, are you in T.S. Cruz or B.F. Paranaque or Alabang, Ayala Alabang? Because God has placed you there for a purpose and for a people. So what do you do? Make sure you understand the principle of the lot. You have your own portion there. You have your portion in ministry. You have a portion to accomplish. You have your part. So make sure you understand your part. There's no excuse that I don't understand my part. That's why we need the Word of God and the counsel of some disciple makers so that you will understand what is my portion. And whatever is that, maybe a place, a, a people, or a purpose, you must understand your lot, your purpose. Why? 
Because you have to understand the principle of accountability. God will count on you on that. God is blessed because you are there in your community, in your office, that you're a worker in this company. Why? Because God is secured that He has a follower in that place. That whatever He wants to do, there's somebody who's listening to Him that will tell the whole people what God wants for them and for their lives. God will count on you and you will be accountable about that. Just like the pastor are accountable to our sheep, to the sheep that God has placed in our hands, you too will be accountable with your, to your family, to your friendship circle. God knows you are friends with them. And He trusts you that you will become a salt and light to these people. And of course, the principle of nurture. Whatever God has given to you might be a piece of land, nurture it. Make sure you, you, you put your excellent work so that it will grow. But more than that, you have to understand the principle of development. You have to extend your territory. You have to get out of the success that you have now and move forward. And this is maturity. Ito po yung naghihiwalay sa mature na tao at hindi mature na tao. Or nagmamature pa lamang. Because those who are really mature, they are not only focused on being successful, they are focused on being significant. Ibig sabihin, they allow their lives to be helpful so that other people will grow and become successful as well. In the practical things of life, but most importantly, in the spiritual things of life. So it's beautiful that you are successful as a Christian, that you are strong, that you are praying, that you are uh, filled with the Spirit of God, that the fruit are seen in your life. But just like Pastor Sam said many weeks ago, the fruit that God has given you is meant to be enjoyed by other people so that they too will develop as a good believer and a good disciple of Christ. So let's step in, but we also step forward in significance. Don't be stuck, my dear friends. And as we look at this, God has given us our place. God has given us our purpose. And God has given us our people. You must do your part. Step in, but step forward. Do not be stuck, my dear friend. Kasi pag na-stuck tayo, you will stagnate. And after that, sayang, that others did not inherit, which should have been inherited because someone did not do his portion. So today, allow the Lord to speak to us. As we end, if there's one thing that I want you to remember, wherever God places you, He will prosper you. Wherever God places you, He will prosper you. That's why I'm excited about you. Wherever you are, wherever God has apportioned to you, this place, this purpose, this people, I believe God will prosper you. Ang kailangan lang po natin gawin is to step in, then step forward. You see, this is one lack that Joshua maybe failed to do. He was so excited about the successes that they had. Their generation failed to raise up another generation that will continue the plan of the Lord. Kaya nga po yung next book na pag-aaralan, the book of Judges, no, there was so much evil after their generation that God has to send different judges to correct their mistake. So this is a good lesson for all of us. Step in, 
but step forward and don't be stuck. Our church is there to assist us so that all of us will be able to experience the beautiful plan of the Lord in our lives. At ang ganda po ng reminder sa atin ni Sister Binilda and then si Deneb at saka si uh, Hannah at ganun rin sa Ronaldy. Allow yourself to be in a group of people who wants to grow to step in and step forward. And that will also help you to do your part and respond to this call. Because we want, just like all the believers, that God will use our life so that He will accomplish the task that He has set for our lives. Kaya po siguro, uh, as we conclude this, ito po yung aking gusto pong pag-imbitahan. You want to step in and step forward? There's a brewing in your heart as we have concluded in this message na I want, I want to move forward. I want to not only become successful, but I want to be courageous. I know there's fear in my heart, but I want to be courageous and respond to God's call in my life to really make a difference. We are inviting you for an hour of conversation. Just one hour. We call it the, the day. So the discipleship uh, department of the church is inviting everyone. If you want to be disciple or you want to make, make disciples, you want to start, you know, but you don't know what to do. Lahat naman po tayo may ganung unang hakbang na ginawa. We want to invite you in a conversation. We call this the D-Day. We will teach you how to step in and step forward and really enjoy the plan of the Lord in your life. Put that in your calendar. Respond to our uh, Facebook uh, chat and tell them you are interested. We will also see the number of uh, Judith, Sister Judith there. And uh, we will also continually uh, sharing the information so that as the D-Day comes, my dear friend, you'll be able to join this conversation because we want to spend time so that we can equip you how do, you, how do you step in and step forward in your calling in the Lord? As we conclude, there are four important messages that God is giving us that we should not miss. The message of commission, the message of consecration, the message of conversion, and the message of completion. The book of Joshua beautifully tell us or told us of these messages. And that's a good thing because I believe as we close, God is not yet finished in your life. Don't be stuck. Sometimes we feel like maybe I'm already in the end of my experience. No, you don't. And you're not. Because God has a beautiful plans for you. As you grow more, you'll be amazed of how can the Lord use you mightily. How the Lord, even though you're senior citizen or you're young or you're just an employee, how your influence can grow if you will just stay in the plans of the Lord. And you know, as I, as I look at the, all the members in the church for many years, those who are making disciples, I have seen their, their life successful. Why? Because when they take care of people, when they start being part of this process, you know, they, they just grow in leadership, in wealth, in wisdom, because they are able to help others as well. So my friend, I hope you take the complete process. Don't just receive from the Lord, but also share the inheritance of the goodness of God to other people. What you have received just like Sister Benilda said, pass it to others. You complete the process of development and growth when you do that. God wants you to grow in your life. Because when you grow in your faith, everything grows in your life. When you share your faith, everything multiplies in your life. So today, my friend, 
would you pray for that? That God will complete what He has begun in your life. And He said, He'll be faithful to complete it in you. Why don't we open our hearts and open our minds as we take this challenge? I want this complete process in my life. Would you do that? Nasan kaman ngayon? Would you just have the boldness to put your right hand at your heart? And let us allow the Lord to touch us today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful time of refreshing. Thank you for the wisdom that you have given to me today. Because now I understand the message does not change. Your beautiful plan is still continually happening, O God. But my prayer today is that would you complete it in my life? I don't want to be stuck. I don't want just to step in, but today I want to step forward, Lord. I want to grow. I want to take the necessary action. I want to be equipped so that I can do your plans for my life. Even though I'm old, even we are in quarantine, even though I'm young, Lord, in the name of Jesus, complete your work in my life. So that just like Joshua, we can always say, every word of the Lord in my life has been fulfilled. So, Father, today, I receive your anointing. I receive your courage. I receive, Lord, your empowerment so that I will step forward in the name of Jesus. I will grow. Can you declare this? I will grow and I will step forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Why don't you give the Lord a praise? Palapakan muna natin ng Panginoon. Salamat sa step forward and I hope this will begin a new thing amazing thing in your life would you raise up your hand as a family wherever you are allow the Lord's blessing to be upon you may the Lord bless you as you consecrate yourself and set yourself apart and do the things of God I pray in the name of Jesus that the overflow blessing and the amazing things of God will begin to flow in your life, in your family, in the circle of your influence. Thank you, Lord. Bless each one of us in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Make sure, sign up for the D-Day. See you next Sunday. God bless you.